This is Around the Farm, the podcast about all things ag. I'm your host, Clint Schaffer, and today we're going to have a discussion with Brian Scott of The Farmer's Life. We might even hear from his dogs, too. And when Brian isn't, you know, farming corn and popcorn, soybeans and wheat, he's usually posting on social media. So let's get to it. Hey, Brian, welcome to Around the Farm. Uh, thanks for joining us here today. Hey, for those that don't uh, don't know you, how about uh, you give yourself an uh, introduction here? Hi, Clint. Yeah, I'm Brian Scott, a farmer from Northwest Indiana. Fourth generation, farm alongside my dad right now. We grow corn, soybeans, popcorn, and wheat. And I'm probably best known as The Farmer's Life on social media. Gotcha, gotcha, man. That's a uh, quite a quite a few crops. Uh, popcorn. That's that's got to be a fun uh, fun crop to be a part of. Yeah, popcorn's interesting. We we've done that uh, since two years before I was born. So wow. I've been doing it my whole life. Obviously, it's not a whole lot different than raising regular corn, but it's definitely an interesting uh, talking point. Yeah, I, I could imagine. So, uh, well, I mean, did you always know you were going to farm or or did did this kind of come about some other time? I always knew I was going to. That was always the plan um, through high school and college. Then um, last semester of college, going back from Christmas break, uh, I announced I wasn't going to farm. And um, not sure why at the time. I think maybe because that was always the plan. I was afraid maybe I should do something different. So. Uh, of all things, I ended up working retail in town for six years before I came back to the farm. Oh, nice. Well, I, I would assume working retail, I mean, that gives you a, probably a pretty good perspective, though, from uh, from that side of the business. Did that, uh, has that helped you, I guess, that, you know, that six years? Has that helped you in your in your farming career now? Yeah, I would say it has. It, it, it wasn't ag retail. Uh, I actually worked at a, a farm in Homestorm, so not like fertilizer and spring. Yep. Um, Rural, rural King, if anybody's heard of that, I'm sure through the Midwest, uh, helped open a new store in our town. I guess that's what interested me is go work behind the scenes at a store that wasn't open for several months. Oh, wow. Help open, help open it up, uh, started as assistant manager and was store manager uh, a year or so later and then moved and ran a store in the next town for about three years before I gave that up. Wow. But I mean, I, I would I would still look at that, uh, you know. I mean, as, as you know, getting a, getting a store open, and and I would assume uh, gave you some uh, some some good business perspectives at that point in time. Yeah, for sure, um, definitely a good lessons in in business. I I had never done a job besides working at home on the farm between school years, so yeah. that's the first off the farm job I had. My boss told me he hired me because I didn't have any experience, so I didn't have any bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, I mean, going back to the to your farm, I mean, uh, what 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 do the crops look like right now? What uh, what are you getting prepared for? Uh, just kind of give me a rundown, would you? Crops are are looking pretty good. Fingers crossed. We get another August rain this weekend. Uh, we did about three weeks in June of no rain and ninety degrees, which is pretty pretty hot and dry for our part of the world. So maybe. We lost some of the top then, but uh, we've had pretty good rains since then, and it's really cool right now, so we're kind of having a uh, stress-free grain fill period at the moment. Um, right now, we're kind of focused on hauling the last of the grain. We shoveled out the last load of beans this morning and 
and we got uh, a good amount of corn yet to haul. Gotcha, gotcha. Starting to get the uh, the combine and everything ready. Yeah, it should should be ready to go. That's one nice thing about wheat. We don't grow a ton of wheat. We just get to play with all our equipment for a couple of days right before Fourth of July. So it's a new to us combine this year. So it it ran just fine. Parked it back in the shed. Should fire right back up and be ready for fall. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, you know, that, that kind of brings me to a, a question that, uh, that I always got to ask. Is it, is it a grain cart or is it an auger wagon on your farm? <laughs> it is a grain cart. <sighs> it is a, I will. All right. I have a friend, Marie in Oregon. My friend Marie in Oregon, they grow grass. She argues that it's a bank out wagon. That's it's, it's a great. <laughs> Add another one to the list there. Well, I, I think I've only found like one or two people that are with me on the auger wagon. So uh, that's where I sit. Um, and uh, I'm just going to have to hold my ground on this. Speaking of that, you know, I, I've, I've seen that, uh, that same battle across, you know, Twitter and, and other social media. I mean, you run a, a pretty good sized social media account. Uh, what, uh, how about you step us through that? Yeah. So the farmer's life, it's gosh, it's like 11 years old now, something like that. Wow. Um, something I, I thought about, uh, doing for maybe a year or so. And then we were actually, uh, on vacation in Hawaii and I couldn't sleep the night we were going to fly back home. So I, uh, I think I downloaded the WordPress app and, probably wrote like a two or three sentence long blog post and started from there. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what keeps you motivated, right? I mean, uh, I, I would assume that, you know, when you're creating content, that's a, I mean, that, that's a lot of work in itself, but you know, some things hit, some things fall flat. Uh, how, how do you, how do you keep yourself motivated to continuous, you know, continuously push, uh, push content out to the folks? Sure. Yeah. There's, there's times where I thought I could just delete all my profiles and be, and be done. Um, but I look back and where, where I've gone, um, I've got to travel a lot. I've been over to Europe. I, uh, ended up with a group of farmers for a few years, went to DC a few times to wow. talk to regulators and Congress people about, uh, some, um, uh, GM traits and things like that. So that was me. And then just all the new people and friends I've met over the years that, that makes it worth it to keep going. Um, I've learned how to make a little money in the last couple of years. So nice. That definitely helps. That, that, that's always a, it seems to be a good motivator, right? <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've been careful to, um, I won't really uh, promote anything I'm not already using or, or maybe have a high interest in using. So I just, I, I probably turned down a lot of, a lot of stuff that would be easy, but it just wouldn't fit what I'm doing otherwise. That, that is a, that, you know, that, that's a hard place to navigate in, uh, in social media, especially for, for influencers, for like, like I said, promoting products because you build that trust with your audience. Right. And I think, uh, in order to maintain that trust, uh, just like what you said, uh, it, it has to be something that either you're using or you believe in. And, uh, and I've seen, uh, seen some folks go down the, the other path of accepting a lot of things. And I think that can have a negative impact on your audience at that point. Yeah, I, I agree. And I just, I wouldn't feel right doing it. And then be, I just want to 
when I do something or do some branded content, I want it to to feel like anything else that I've I've done. Yeah, absolutely. Well, talking about content, I mean, you, you put out a lot of of great just overall farm content, uh, but you also get into some of the agronomics. Um, I would imagine those are a couple different audiences. You know, if I if I think about uh, folks that are generally interested in in farming and learning uh, to those uh, that are maybe farming and are looking for some agronomic advice. Uh, who do you see as your, as your primary audience? The main goal is always to talk to non-farm people about the farm in a way that's easy to understand. But I quickly realized, you know, you're, you're posting pictures of crops and big green tractors. You're going to attract other people that have those things too. And it's, it, it goes both way. I, I ask a lot of questions, um, especially on Twitter. If I want to know about maybe something I'm going to buy that somebody else already has or an issue that we haven't seen before, surely somebody else has, has come up with it. So it goes kind of both ways there. I, I actually get a lot of messages uh, on my Facebook from um, overseas. Oh, nice. Uh, people with ag- agronomic questions and I'm, afraid to answer them too specifically because I always say um, I don't really feel like comfortable telling my neighbor how to farm, let alone uh, like a guy in India that just messaged me over Facebook. I have no idea where he's at. (laughs) Well, I mean, speaking of message, you know, getting messages like that, uh, how much do you interact with your, with your audience? I mean, if somebody's asking for agronomic advice or maybe just asking you to, to cover a certain topic, maybe in a video, uh, how much interaction do you see, you know, just from your audience? Yeah, I definitely have a core of people that, especially on Facebook. Um, I see the same people a lot again, but the, there's definitely a group that, that asks certain questions or a lot of people, they grew up on farms, but they don't farm themselves. I have a lot of those people. Yep. So they have, they haven't kept up with equipment the last 30 or 40 years. So they're really interested in seeing the new stuff. Now you said, uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're known as the, the farmer's life. Um, what uh, what are all your handles on all the different uh, social media platforms that you're on, or or what are what platforms are you on? Yeah, so you should be able to just find as the farmer's life on any of them. So the the main ones would be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Haven't quite cracked the YouTube code yet, like some others have, but uh, we'll get there. I've messed around on on TikTok a little bit. I did have one video go kind of kind of crazy there but facebook's my biggest one i just cracked a hundred thousand on it a while ago nice nice well congratulations on that I, w- I would assume when you say you're dabbling with tiktok you're totally doing like viral trendy dances i mean that that's that's primarily what you're focused on there uh no that'd, <laughs> that'd be pretty bad i i got it i think i finally broke down and got it somebody told me um just lock your username down if nothing else. Oh. So I was like, fine. I'll do I'll do that. And I think I posted a couple of videos of planting in like spring of twenty one. And then I didn't touch it for a few months. And then um I posted a video right before uh I went on a trip with a buddy out to Oregon and for a long weekend and I had the different kinds of corn we grow and sweet corn because 
people are always shocked that there's not one kind of corn that turns into anything you want it to be. Yep. That always really surprises people. So I did that. Uh, went to Chicago, got on the plane, of course, had my phone off, uh, landed in Portland, and my phone would not stop vibrating. I had to shut like everything off so I could actually use my phone. And <laughs> the video had like six million views while we were in the air. Holy smokes. Wow. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, that is uh, that that is crazy. That uh, that is a ton of views uh, and a ton of activity. And I just like that is so intriguing to see uh, that kind of interest in agriculture uh, because I, I do think that uh, there's a huge need for what you're doing, Brian, uh, just to get that that positive exposure to uh, to, to a farmer's life. Yeah, and I'll say I. I learned and I see a lot of people start out this way at the beginning. I was like, okay, I'm going to teach people what farming is. I'm going to like seek out people with opposite opinion to me. And you know, that, that did get me somewhere for a while, but then that's, that does get tiring for one thing, arguing all the time. And then I, you gotta listen as much as you talk or maybe more and kind of went more that route. A lot, a lot of my, early stuff was about GMOs and things. And and, in a lot of ways, maybe I helped a tiny bit, but um, I think a lot of those arguments are kind of, kind of over maybe resurfaced a little bit recently, but it's it's not what it was. Yeah. You know, I I look at some of those arguments, uh, you know, they can be beneficial, but the uh, internet is full of trolls as well. So (laughs) that is uh, a whole nother group of folks out there, right? Yeah, definitely. I, in those early days, I definitely had had some people that would would go after me a little bit. But uh, I've learned over the years um, when you pull back from social media on on either side of an argument, I try to remember probably the the loudest people are maybe some of the smallest group of people, and most of us are somewhere in the middle. Yep. Nope. I would, uh, I would definitely agree. So, well, getting back on the, uh, on the, on the farming aspect, um, as far as for, you know, we, we talk about farming technology with, uh, with social media, but I'd like to talk about technology on your farm. Uh, what, what, what kind of technology y'all got? How do you keep track of all your records and where you planted everything? Uh, things of that nature. Sure. So, um, we use uh, several things. Of course, we have all electronic rotary units on the planner, all that kind of thing. Um, we don't have all the technology, but we have kind of all, all the basic stuff, GPS, all yep. that kind of thing. Um, but uh, climate is, of course, that's a way we keep track of pretty much every field path is in climate. So it's always handy to pull up on uh, my phone or my iPad. Um, we We use deer stuff too. So I've got everything kind of in both, both places, but, uh, climate's my like day-to-day go-to since it's always in my pocket there. Yep. How, how did you end up, uh, coming across field view just at the, at the very beginning? What kind of, what kind of brought you to the platform? It's been several years. I would say, uh, probably, probably through our seed dealer. I imagine that's how we got started with that. They, They've kept up uh, subscriptions over the years, so that's 
that's kind of where we started using it. And I just, I kind of like the user interface. It's, it's simple. It helps me keep track of stuff and, um, got to a point there. Uh, there was a couple of years I, uh, beta tested mapping, uh, anhydrous ammonia oh, nice. with it. So that was, that was kind of, kind of interesting to do for a couple of years. So if you had to pick your favorite feature from field view, what, uh, what would it be? So I, I do a lot of trials on the farm, so I usually I'll, I'll mark those with a pen or something like that um, when I plant them or do them doing side drills, whatever it is I'm doing. And then the easiest thing for me to do is just uh, hit the loads on the harvest screen on iPad, and I just make I just make different loads for each strip. And what's nice is when everything's in there in the iPad, if I've already marked it as something or we do something with planner, I'll just change the variety name or something like that. So me knowing me, if I totally forget in the middle of the harvest that I'm in the middle of a trial, it's still recorded and taken care of. I can look it up later. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Has, has having access to data like that, has that opened up the ability to, to maybe run more trials and, and learn a little bit easier across your ground? Yeah, just because it makes it so easy. It's it's just all there digitally track the whole season. It's easy to pull up and and look at again and, and see what the yield was or or if I wanna combine like a planting population and a side pass side dress trial, I can, you know, two months later pull that up and what what did I do when I was here with the planner and just pulled up like, okay, yeah, now I, now I know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. I always say, you know, when I try thinking of like my favorite feature, I always go back to, uh, uh, to remote view, uh, especially now that it's on my phone. Um, I, I love spying on dad when he's out there, either, either planting or harvest, especially if I'm in the, you know, on the road and, uh, kind of keeps me, keeps me a little closer to the farm, even if I'm far away. Yeah, uh, my wife still gives me a, a hard time every once in a while. But um, for some reason, we had our second kid in the middle of October. I'm not sure why. So um, I was uh, watching watching Dad from the hospital room for two or three days on the remote view. Yep. Yeah, I, I know uh, Dad, Dad has used it as well. He was uh, laying in a hospital bed and uh, was was spying on me as I was out there. So, uh, it, uh, definitely, definitely gives a lot of access at that point in time. Yeah. And you can definitely see what's going on if you're not around for whatever reason. Well, Brian, I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your schedule to, to come on here and, uh, and talk about all of your endeavors, both farming and on your social media platforms. Uh, I think what you're doing is absolutely awesome. Thanks, Clint. Thanks for having me on. Um, Thanks for uh, listening to maybe the dogs a little bit ago, parking <laughs> upstairs. But, that happens. Uh, yeah, that happens. thanks. Good to be here. All right. Well, hopefully you'll uh, you'll come back on at a later date. So, and uh, good luck with harvest this year. Thank you. See you later. Hey, a big thank you goes out to Brian for joining us here today. And if you're not following him on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or now TikTok. You ought to go out there and, uh, and, and subscribe to his videos there and, uh, and check him out. He does an amazing job on The Farmer's Life. 
Also, I just want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us here today. And remember that you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Also, Around the Farm is brought to you by Climate Field View. Until next time, we'll see you around the farm.